3: Well, this is lovely, gents. Hello, Timothy. I'm not sure how we start a podcast in these sort of in these sort of circumstances where we're uh, out. Whoa, 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 of the... How about this? Outside broadcast, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yes, thank you very much for listening to the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. This is a podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. Um, I'm Tim. Phil is right there. Hello, Tim. And JB is right there. Hello, Timothy. Sat on a, on a picnic bench. Uh, has there ever been a picnic bench? with as much expensive equipment on it ever.
1: Oh, my word. I am, um, I'm a bit worried about the way that you've perched your beers <laughs> next, to my, uh, next to my equipment. My there are, equipment, I might add.
2: Yeah, there is uh, £3,000 worth of equipment and about two litres of beer mm. on, this, on this desk, on this uh, table, and it could all go very, very wrong.
3: As we bask in the sunshine of the Salford Riviera. With, <laughs> it is um, nice today though, isn't it? It's a lovely day. T- to Just behind us, there is the... The historic sewage works, (laughs) Salfords.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Dumplington sewage
3: works.
2: (laughs) Uh, There's an enormous M60 motorway that's currently undergoing heavy, heavy, uh, um, well, repair and upgrade works. Indeed.
3: And there are the dregs of the nine thousand people that were here at the AJ Bell to witness Leicester Tigers. um, Dominate a sale side in the I'm, final game of the season.
1: I'm not, sure you, I'm not entirely sure dregs are, is the right way to describe. <laughs> I
3: didn't mean that <laughs> a derogatory maybe, fashion. Maybe, I just mean a lot some, of people have
1: fans gone. fans which are mutual to Tigers, <laughs> Sale, and ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> some particularly
2: right. well yeah, heeled yeah, fans yeah, as well. Yeah, we had some dregs earlier on.
3: <laughs> so on this podcast, we are going to be talking about round 22 of the Aviva Premiership, the quarterfinals in the Pro 14 and all the other stories that have been going on this week. At this point in time, let's be completely honest about this, this is going to be a two-part podcast which starts outside the AJ Bell Stadium, finishes in the Rugby Dungeon, because I haven't seen a minute of the Pro 14. No, nothing. Or any of the the other Premiership, for that matter.
2: Uh, Same, I've seen all of the results. I've seen that Banners has got a hat-trick in his last performance. Uh, I've seen virtually no actual rugby. All Apart right. from the game we've just watched.
3: Okay, so we'll, we'll get into the rest of the rugby a little bit later on. Just let's round off some of the, the stories that have happened in the last week before we get to what's gone on today. Um, firstly, we learnt that Tyg Furlong is addicted to potatoes. Is <laughs> he. <sighs> uh, Yeah. I
2: mean, is he? (laughs) Uh, I can tell you he's definitely not addicted to potatoes. As far as I'm aware, potatoes have have no addictive properties. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: interestingly, I used to listen to another podcast, which was about kind of things like addiction and and, and that kind of thing. And the way that they defined addiction is not how much you eat of potatoes but what you would forego to eat potatoes <laughs> <laughs> so like you know w- w- would he miss uh, would he miss training uh, would he not show up to his mum's house I mean yeah. how, how serious would is he steal Johnny
3: thinking? Sexton's potatoes exactly yeah exactly hmm. alright so that yeah that was, that was a, a funny it, story that broke through well, the week it was a funny headline it, it is a bit of a non-story <laughs> it's a
2: funny headline and a
3: terrible story
2: yeah yeah very much so That's Nice. Fair. nice bit of clickbait
3: well talking of clickbait Ooh. JB and I uh, oh, learned something in the week this um, is so
1: amazing I find it hard to believe
3: so uh, w- we were chatting with a photographer of a Aviva Premiership rugby club yeah who, who, who tipped us off about an unfortunate hashtag which Premiership rugby who to their credit are trying, <laughs> to, are trying to do things to celebrate some of the people that give us the, the action shots in rugby oh and we've got action shots okay Definitely got action shots. Um, so, Premiership Rugby were launching a competition to find the best rugby photo of the season with the hashtag PremSnaps. <laughs> now, I'm going to say at this point, please, under no circumstances, if you're on a... Well, no, just anyway, re- regardless. even nope. 100% if you're on a work computer or phone, do not use the hashtag PremSnaps on Twitter and see what people <laughs> are putting in there. <laughs> do
2: not. Oh, so, this is like when... Uh, Super Rugby used Super Boom Boom as their hashtag. Is it to do with Julian Surveyor's domestic life? <laughs> no. Is it to do with Aaron Smith in an in a airport bathroom?
1: Well, okay. no. <laughs> well, maybe. Is it? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so uh, what is Prem (laughs) Snaps Tim?
3: Prem Snaps is the competition to find the best picture in the Premiership. That's the only use of the hashtag I'm aware of.
1: Go and have a look at the hashtag in in, in your own time on your incognito browser. uh, (laughs) You'll see why Premiership Rugby abandoned that pretty quickly. How
2: much crossover is there between Prem Snaps and hashtag Bristol Bears?
1: Well Ooh. In terms of In terms of not thinking about Your social media And your marketing A huge amount An enormous <laughs> amount Yes
3: <laughs> And uh, one other Kind of light hearted story From the week Although although I, almost, I don't want to be accused Of saying something bad By saying this is light hearted I think it is light hearted uh, Nick Phipps has been fined 4,000 Australian dollars And stripped of the Vice Captaincy Of the New South Wales Waratahs Because He Had a tinkle At a bar
1: That is disgusting That is disgusting <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, okay. So, um, yeah, obviously, we've got to make a stand. It's very important. But what's a real punishment for Nick Phipps? Does it mean his punishment is when the captain leaves the field, he no longer gets to decide kick or line out? I mean, is that... I mean, that, that really tells me he's learned a, a severe lesson.
3: 4000 Australian dollars. I mean, right, let's just get this right. He was on a stag do. Was it his stag do? Though? It was his stag do. He was the stag. And oh, wow. I, and I'm guessing, right, I'm, he was dressed as a cow. I am guessing... This wasn't a case of him standing on a table, putting out his arms and saying, "Hey, everyone, look at me having a wee." It was a, he was in a cow outfit, and you, uh, you've been what standing. Was he getting milked? I can. <laughs> 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 I can fully imagine, can't you, that. He was probably, he, it was either too, he was told he can't take the outfit off. Yep. And 100%. how awkward would it, would it be to go to the bathroom at a urinal and have a wee. So, what I'm saying is. <laughs> hang on, <laughs> hang on. You're I not
2: trying just, you to justify this <laughs> hang
1: on. By from how a practice. How would be to go to the practi- <laughs> toilet? I would have gone with, how hammered was he? <laughs> yeah,
2: yes. that, is, that is the excuse. I mean, he will have been no, absolutely No, because of these be sober
1: people up and down the country who are. Rugby, uh, premiership rugby mascot So we would be doing this, this, like, The same <laughs> thing if, you're, if your logic Held true He was just hammered It was his stag do He's allowed yeah. to be hammered Yeah exactly And that,
3: wh- yeah. I, I, what and I do What I don't understand Is this got anything To do with New South Wales Waratahs No Yes and no
1: Okay so I think we're Overlooking this First and foremost The, the main guy Who's to blame here Is the best man he, need, he needs to take care of this Because that's That's his job um, Number two I quite like the fact That he's been fined. I, I think it's the right thing I think it's right because in a, in, in a few years he'll, he will certainly remember his stag deal it will be one of the <laughs> best stories to tell it's worth the That's 4 grand he'll, he'll make well, well, four the grand dinner, on the yeah. after dinner circuit with exactly. that exactly you're right it's worth the 4 grand in fact if anything they'll not found him enough
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, what, what I, my only worry is I think you're right on that my only worry is that what's going to happen is oh what's going on here uh oh uh oh
0: hello
3: we've got an intruder it's what Katie said <laughs>
0: Hello. Oh my God, I feel really awkward now. I've had too much
1: <laughs> drink. Take drink away from An actual real-life sail fan. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real-life sail fan.
2: You're
0: the biggest sail fan I know.
2: Sit, sitting next to him, I can confirm no, he, he is definitely, <laughs> <He's>
0: a, definitely <laughs> a sail definitely fan. the biggest sail fan I've ever met. It's, just, it's a fact.
3: They're, they're the nearest club. <laughs> <laughs> nearest club. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just bookend this little point. So... Uh, the only concern I have we're talking about Nick Phipps getting fined for weeing at a bar on his stag do. don't don't worry don't worry about <laughs> uh, he um, my only concern is as someone that has to has the the privilege of interviewing <laughs> players and you know we all have been had had guys on our podcast in the last few weeks and what a, what a privilege that is to mm. be able to sit with these full time pros and they they're like normal. They're, they're like proper human beings with personalities and stories. And I just worry that it's going to stories like this and outrage like this is going to lead to yeah. people not not wanting to to give that sort of side of them, unfortunately. Which I hope you, never stops. Yeah, you do yeah. make a serious point.
1: And I guess it's going to come with the territory of rugby growing and rugby get, rugby getting bigger. I mean, can you imagine the outrage if a Manchester United player was to do this? It wouldn't just be four grand from from the Waratahs or from their club. It would be over pretty much every paper yeah it'd know? be front
2: so front and back page it news it does
1: sort of come with the territory and in, in some ways you've got to say maybe it is healthy for the sport that people you know, are actually reacting to this and, you know, because it shows people are paying attention
3: yeah alright as we've got um, one of our listeners who's outside the AJ Bells she's come up to sit down no, this is... This is <laughs> th- these notes I've got... We I've actually <laughs> been, what's a ringing endorsement! Oh, Cocker's actually got notes! You actually prepare for this! To, to be I fair, like, the I'm notes that I've ringing. got for this, the notes that I've got are, um, are for the work I, I was being... No, I'm sorry, you can't put it away! It's for my BT work, it's for the BT <laughs> <laughs> work! Absolutely
0: it's rubbish. Rubbish.
3: absolutely rubbish! So, uh, right, let's, let's talk about the game we've just witnessed then at the AJ Bell Stadium. It was... Well, we thought... When we, when we did the, the little rundown of this weekend's games, we didn't mention... Bath, Bath, London Irish. W- you're right. We didn't. We didn't even consider it. No. Nope. And uh, Bath, Bath got that d- and, sixth spot. And do you know why we didn't consider
1: it?
2: Because you were entirely blinded by the fact that Sale Sharks would win.
1: Uh, do you know what?
0: He's the biggest Sale Sharks fan on the planet. <laughs> Officially bigger than me now because I don't have a season ticket anymore. Oh, why? Because I'm not renewing. What? On, oh no! Oh, so breaking are you
3: news! Sale Sharks season ticket.
0: Because
1: they moved to a Saturday. Oh, that's a good point. That's the same reason that I don't watch as many games as I used to actually.
0: Rugby then, professional rugby. Okay, Starts all right.
3: Um, so I suppose we should make an apology to, to to Bath fans really that we didn't give them their dues last week and, and recognise that they there were was a, there was a fair chance that they could make the top six as they ended up doing. Yeah,
1: <sighs> yeah. Tell you what. So let's talk. Let's talk about a sale game.
3: Just hold that microphone. Keep it near you. Sorry, if you, you move go. your head around, <sighs> take the microphone. With it, you. it
1: is nice working with the pro. <laughs> uh, so, um yeah, it's really disappointing this because I honestly thought this was going to be Leicester Tigers' biggest loss of the season. I thought this game would go something like this: uh, Sale shock score within five minutes, and they carry on scoring and, until the end. That's what I thought. Uh, you and I were at press day at Carrington this Tuesday. Um, the atmosphere at Sale was absolutely bouncing, I think there's a really good future for blah blah blah, all that nice stuff, right? Conversely, Leicester Tigers I think I feel they I feel that they feel they're very down on their luck. And I thought they were just gonna roll over and capitulate and they did no such thing.
2: Yeah, they they didn't. So one of the disappointing things for me was I I said to JB just before kickoff, I think there's gonna be seventy points in this game. Two teams that want to attack, absolutely perfect conditions for rugby. One team held up their bargain, Leicester Tigers scored 35. Sale, particularly in that first half, they had opportunities where they broke through, beat a few men, a few offloads, and then that final execution, that final pass, that final offload didn't go to hand. If some of those had stuck, it could have been a very, very different game. Unfortunately, it wasn't.
1: Yeah. Um, It's disappointing... Leicester Tigers are not a good team. Like, okay, so there's a couple of ways to look at this. They've got a very good set piece, they've got a load of talent. That kind of tells you that they're a good team. But they're not well coached. I, I don't think they've got a good systems or processes. That said, they played perfectly to what they're good at. They won all their set piece, they won a lot of sales set piece. Uh, the uh, sale ch- ch- changed their hooker, Mark Jones came on. Uh, Sales. I think Les stole his first two lineouts. Mm. Sales'
3: only try was a, a freak. Yeah, when it looked yeah. like it was going to be Leicester <laughs> yeah. scoring. Yeah. yeah, completely,
1: completely devastating stuff for uh, for sale fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I,
3: well. I, so I thought, as you did, as probably I think we all went for a sale win. I th- I thought it was going to be a comfortable sale win by maybe two scores. Um, I changed my mind that it was going to be quite so simple in the first minute when I saw because I was, was yeah. qu- quite near where I was in the very first minute George Ford's face when he threw Marlon Yard there were words said weren't there there were well, I don't think it was personal oh, I think it, it's personal no I don't think it was personal <laughs> against Marlon Yard get, get touch, fool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was personal but it was you could see this really incredible steeliness on George Ford's face he was a really frustrated guy and from what I from what I hear he, he's grabbed the team by the scruff of the neck as one of the, the leadership players and had a fantastic game
2: and that, that that so he had a brilliant game best best game in a while and that that um, emotion and passion really came across in the post-match interview yeah. that you did and he made some interesting comments about the how the team is going to stick together and they're going to get through this and they're going to build and we'll, and they will be stronger next year which I thought were quite interesting words Mm. Mm.
1: Now, one of the nice things about sale being relevant uh, is we get to meet lots of people. And it, in a way, you get to see how the media sausage is made, right? So I was lucky enough. To, well, no, it, it's a serious point. I, we actually got to see uh, the, uh, the Times' very own Stephen Jones.
3: <laughs> oh, yes. you I saw were you going and introduce yourself to him. How was that? It
1: was is good actually. Did you ask to
3: be unblocked on Twitter?
2: That was literally the first thing he asked. <laughs> Stephen Jones, hi JV, can I ask a favour? Can you please unblock me on Twitter? No, oh, I don't know. i I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm
1: not <laughs> So, um, no, no, so this is a serious point, right? Um, Stephen Jones, I actually love his writing. I, I, I love the way he, right or wrong, he simply doesn't care. I mean, and that, there is something to be said, so that's a quality in, in itself. Uh, so I told him that I love his writing. And here, here is where how you know, um, how you know that, that he's big time. Then I said, but I need to ask you a favour. What's that? Please, can you unblock me? His answer: I don't know how to block or unblock people. My people do it for me. <laughs> Stephen Jones. <laughs> I, has don't
2: know. I don't I don't believe Scott. that. No, no, no. You wouldn't lie.
1: He's a man of integrity. <laughs> Stephen Jones has got people.
2: I simply do not believe that. Who are these people? Why? Why would his people just be blocking everyone that makes a negative comment? Well, I mean,
3: maybe they're good at their job. <laughs> well, speaking of um, outright statements or denials, one thing that did happen. I, I got got another chance to to <laughs> put a microphone in front of Steve Diamond a couple of times, which third time of season, eh? I, it's 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 just. A total coincidence that the three times... Do you three, think he respects
1: you for it rather than... Sorry? Do you think he sort of respects you for it rather than else? Uh,
3: I, I don't, you, you probably saw the look in his eye. I was chatting to you can make up your own mind. But um, it just so happens as total fluke that the three times I've worked at the AJ Bell Stadium and and you know been in that very privileged position, which I absolutely love, has been three times when Sail sharks have been in the news for... For things which are quite difficult to navigate from Steve Diamond's <laughs> point of view, there was Marlon Yard's and his yeah. signature. Categorically They're not happening. Categorically 100% not, happening. not happening. There yeah. was, was Denny Solomona and nope, not and, coming over. And that and that issue. And then uh, well, on yeah. this occasion, it was the <laughs> the rumoured move of the, the two Ulster former Ulster players, Paddy Jackson and Stuart Olding. And we're at the point now. We're sat here Saturday evening. Steve Diamond has um, both in the press. Yep. meeting that we saw and in the interviews with me probably a a combined amount of seven times six or seven times um, absolute categorical denial and yet there's still people thinking it could happen
1: yeah hang on hang on so you know my point of view on on, on this let let the boys come over let the boys play I'm pretty sure we're all in kind of agreement that they're allowed to play however I think this is interesting Katie is Katie is a fan you're also a female. Think, so wh- so As a wh- woman. So as a woman, what do you
0: think? <laughs> right, I'll give you a woman's perspective. They should definitely play again, definitely. Do I think it should be next season? No, I don't. Ooh. Do I want them to play for my club? Not next season. If they actually paid something back, all right, they were found not guilty. They didn't rape her. But ultimately, they have made a woman feel so belittled that she was in, in their own words, in hysterics. For me, that is totally unacceptable. They are approximately the same age as my little brother. If my little brother had done that to a woman, I would string him up. I think they should do more and pay more back to women's rugby. I think they should volunteer in women's rugby. (laughs) I don't want to make new
1: women's rugby.
0: (laughs) No. Right. we need them. No, I think as a woman, I think they should pay more back to society. If Dimes wants to sign him in a year's time, sign him. They need to do more than just apologise in a paper. Do I think they should play again? Yes, I do. Because ultimately, they were found not guilty, so they should play. But do I want them to play for my club next season? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah,
3: until they've paid their dues. Thank you for yeah. your, uh, thank you for your input. It's a really sensitive topic, and, and I I I don't particularly want to personally go into the. I don't want him working with women or children.
1: I, I I think that's fair.
3: Well, yeah. It's just a joke. <laughs> <It's> a joke. <laughs> uh, I, I I I'd prefer to focus on the fact that it, isn't it interesting that that there's still people thinking it might happen after. Well, because so, like, I think any other. D.O.R. giving such an emphatic denial on repeated a- occasions, so you sort of go, oh, we'll move on from that. So, but I yeah. think it's still going to linger, but that's because but when you sign James O'Connor after yeah. you've denied it, when you sign Faf after you've denied it, when you sign Marlon Yard after okay. you've denied it, it's... Yeah. 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 Uh, but, again, he's his own man and uh, you kind of, the, the game's better for it. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. yeah, 100%. He's certainly a character.
1: <laughs> yes. Um... What do you think of? So uh, this is very insular, but I'm going to ask anyway. So we're in, we were in the um, press conference today, and it wasn't just Diamond. It was the first time ever, with I've seen him at least, he brought a player with him. Yeah. Now, what do you think of that? Did 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 did, did you quite like it? Did you feel it is a little bit? Do you feel it's a little bit like we've lost today, and therefore I'm going to drag in Jono to break some news, and this will all go away.
2: So, just for those who weren't in the press conference, which is
3: everyone but about <laughs> twenty people. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, yeah, it wasn't even that many. <laughs> 20's uh, stretching it. Um, so, John o. Ross was brought in and unveiled as uh, Cell Sharks captain for next season. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: then he's going to sign a multi-year deal. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I th- I, 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 no problem at all. And it's, it was-
3: and it's four days before he could potentially get an England call-up. Yeah. Ooh, so so something oh, so so commitment commitment
2: to the club and of thereby uh, being in in England. There's no harm in it at all. No, I yeah. think it's quite a, th- quite, a,
3: quite a smart move. Disappointed they missed out on the sixth spot they were hoping for. Yeah, um, but the the message is a positive one of we're building. Look at the sort of season this guy's had. Yeah, he's he's sticking with us. We're going to build behind him. We're going to bring more guys in, and we're aiming higher. So yeah, I think it was a the mo- probably
2: the more interesting bit was he, he repeatedly said he'd said it several times that we are bringing in several experienced international players
1: yeah which I don't like actually really. you don't like no I don't I think you run the risk of having so many new players in it can, oh oh look
3: that is Bill Beaumont it is Shall we wave at him? It
2: is. <laughs> oh, uh,
3: by the way, <laughs> last game I was here, I completely forgot to mention this on the podcast. Oh, God. Guess, <laughs> guess the car that Fran Cotton drives. Ooh. I saw Fran Cotton driving out of the <laughs> stadium here. So he has Cotton... Ooh.
1: Oh, th- thanks, mate.
2: Oh, Ooh, it's sorry. Phil. It's Phil's phone going off. That's a first. For some reason, I've got an alarm set for 7.31 p.m. Yeah I don't, don't know New phone I'll blame it on that
3: Anyway Frank Cotton drives well, What news. would you guess Frank uh, Cotton drives Frank
1: Cotton would drive A Range Rover
2: Yeah I was going to say Range Rover
3: That wouldn't be news I wouldn't be bringing it up No it would, so it would not be news It was a bright red Porsche uh, Carrera
2: Ow. Nice uh. Interesting I think, <laughs> a, I think
3: it had a Personalised number plate On as well But um, there you go anyway, uh, I can't remember Where we were with on. that
2: as, as we see Bowman uh, getting into a, oh, yeah, a Range Rover, sure. as we uh, see, yeah. <laughs> white, white silver New Range Rover. <laughs> the, no, what's his? He's president of World Rugby yeah. or yeah. chairman yeah. of World Rugby? Not no, no, no. He's got to come to us. Not oh
3: yeah, I've, uh, chairman of World Rugby coming to do our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, we had we had uh, Bowden Barrett, exactly. And, Eddie and Jones Eddie Jones, Richie McCaw. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Bill. <laughs> uh, right but I'll tell you what we just touched on that then. So uh, Eddie Jones's England squad I think gets unveiled on Thursday for South Africa. Let's all pitch for the men we want involved. Okay. If, if, if you could if you had to pick one man that you would what you would put on the plane if you could strong arm Eddie Jones and write down one name on his on his list. Who would it be? Phil so no,
1: I'm saying it would be Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Statist-
2: uh, Phil, statistical analysis would be inv- invaluable. <laughs> yeah, just don't put me on a rugby pitch. Um, so, a man that I have followed very, very closely because he's been a key component of my fancy rugby draft team this season. Uh, he's an overlooked, by Eddie Jones, Exeter winger, who who offers probably something different in hi- in his... Sheer work rate than a lot of the England wingers do. I think he's been outstanding. Uh, it's Ollie Woodburn.
1: Oh, that's a great shot, you know. I think he's been brilliant. And he can do everything. Maybe maybe his problem is he, he can do everything, but what is he actually outstanding at?
3: F- fair point. Uh, Some of his finishes have been world-class. Yeah.
1: yeah, the um, Montpellier game he played. Yeah.
2: Oh, all season and his consistency for the vast majority of the season, he's played the, the vast majority of games i think he's been brilliant
3: tim if, if yeah if you want to make it any level of a meritocracy and i know eddie jones has the the view and I, i'm minded to agree with him to a degree that there are test animals and sometimes are, are even a consistently now, performing I'm sorry, good that, club, that, club so player can i just
1: uh, argue with the test animal stuff right test animal means i've picked the player we lost, and now I'm going to blame it on the player and say he wasn't a test animal. I, I, I don't <laughs> like it, because it kind of implies that I can only win tests with test animals, and I can't coach my way to success. Well, I need the players. I know what
3: you're saying, and what I was going to say was, I'm not sure what else you can do but being a key cog in a championship domestic side yeah. and also performing it on the closest stage to test rugby, which is Champions Cup. Yeah. So I think I still want to believe in the merit model, and I think he, I think think I do agree with Phil. I think he's earned it. My shout would be an Eng- there's a lot said of, of England's back row and he was a man we saw in the stadium today Ooh. Brendan O'Connor
1: great shout an out, yeah. an, an out
3: and out seven yep. Who,
1: I've been talking I've been raving about Brendan yeah. O'Connor for a while he's not had as good a season this year as last year but he's I, been injured for a, been lot injured a lot of this season I agree with you he's a wonderful player I'd,
2: I'll tell you another one actually on the back row maybe this tour will come a year too early for him uh, Jack Willis
3: he's got to take him to South he so he he is he'll take him he'll take him
2: he is such a good player he and is he's all brilliant. round he's, is he's he as a good fi- as Tom Curry he's completely different player he is totally different oh he's round the
1: breakdown
3: they're very similar round the breakdown but
2: he is so big and physical
3: it's it's the it's the he's both played. both sides of the ball jack willis can put in massive hits he can do really intelligent carries and you see him when he runs and he's clear if there's a man outside him he'll he'll get the pass to them he's He's on both sides of the ball. He, he's outstanding, and Andy can do the breakdown work. So, yeah, uh, I'm not saying he's better than. He, I agree with Phil. He's different from yeah. the Currys. Who, by the way, having seen them up close today, their arms they get bigger every oh, time. <laughs> so remember,
1: they're still 19, right? So when I first encountered the, when I first encountered uh, the Currys at one of the press days at Sale, they, they actually look like kids, and every time you go back, they get a big <clears throat> bit bigger and a bit bigger and a bit bigger. They're still 19. Yeah, you know, 19.
3: Not yeah. as big as um, youngsters in the Welsh valleys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after that story <laughs> this week, ooh, ooh, slightly different diets. <laughs> oh dear. Uh,
1: yes. Um, well, I was going to say John Ross, but I'm not now because um,
3: you're well, not. You're not saying John O'Ross. No, I'm not
1: saying John Ross. I mean, John Ross should definitely go, but we've always spoke about him, and you've already got a back row in there. So I'm going to go with something else. Deadly serious. I would make him take Brad Barrett. And everyone thinks I'm I'm insane, but at the moment, right? They're playing two playmakers that don't make any plays. So what? So what is the point? They also need defensive defensive solidity. And Owen Farrell misses about eighty percent of his tackles. <laughs> roughly, right? Is that right?
2: Uh, slightly lower, but he's, he's not at a good percentage at 30. test level. At it, it,
1: I mean, honestly, it's note, It's about thirty percent of his tackles. It it yeah. isn't good. Yeah. And
3: do you Owen, know who the highest miss tackle? The highest number of missed tackles in the Premiership is Who uh, by
2: by number or as a percentage. I think
3: it may be both. Interesting. Oh
2: wow, because because often the guys that have very bad percentages uh, make very few tackles. So fullbacks normally miss a high percentage, it's, it's an, it's a but center. they make few.
3: A a center. center. He was on the pitch today, Sam James. Oh, ah, I can, that, that
1: I can see that.
2: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that much, to be honest.
1: He has to be very up for it. Just, does Sam James to have a good good oh. game, but when he does, fantastic player. Yeah, I can. Yeah, so can, Brad yeah. Barrett.
3: I thought so you were going to say sippers for a minute.
1: Well, do you know what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> is that isn't a bad
3: idea. I I wouldn't. You know what? I wouldn't be
2: that adverse to Brad Barrett playing. My my problem, as I've said before, you then need another playmaker somewhere else. Judy. That that is an option. That Who is, is an option. I but the, the alternative, recently. the alternative to that would be put. Put Slade at thirteen and what give him a, give him a good run.
1: I Tell you what, what about Jason Woodward? That's
2: not a, boy. Not, a ba- not a bad shout. Not That's a, a, boy a bad shot at all. Yeah, because Mike Brown, thirty two now, he'll be thirty three next. Well, thirty three this year, thirty four by the World Cup. Do you want your starting fullback to be thirty four? If he's good, oh, at well, that I'm that not going to I'm so. not going to knock that
3: because he also will be a player. And how many times after the last World Cup, how much how often did we say, "Oh, there's not enough players. who have got more than fifty caps." And Mike Brown will be on eighty ninety caps. So yeah. that cap at uh, World c- Cups, that does count. So, but there I is there is a tipping point there where... eight. Yes. Like there.
2: the South
1: Africa team in the last World Cup. the most um,
2: Yeah, the, the most capped team ever assembled...
1: Rubbish. ...lost to Japan. Yeah. So you know there, there is a tipping point. Too many too many caps uh, is just as worrying as too few. Well, it's yeah. not, it's not and, quite... It's and quite like
2: England that. had this... Going yeah. into the last World Cup, England had the complete clear out following the disaster that was 2011... Uh, so you were always going to have that limitation of caps, and arguably Lancaster prioritised caps ahead of anything else because he was ju- he was getting guys to 50 caps or however well, many yeah, caps I he mean, could his do. his thing
1: was, steep, was team stability, regardless of who he could bring in. Yeah. So he ignored the talent. I don't know what Eddie Jones thing. I think Eddie Jones thing is hard work and physicality, actually, and size. Mm. But I don't know. I, I don't see it getting any better for England in South Africa. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, well, you are very well uh, published in saying downfall twenty eighteen to the yeah. point
3: where when when Stephen Jones wrote an article, um, oh, there was just no there in the Times. There was just a sentence where it said uh, that there are, there is of course one man who was predicting England's downfall. Or e- it didn't say downfall, but even when they were it's downfall. Even when downfall they were doing even when they were doing well, and loads of people tweeting us going. Are they talking about you, JP? I actually <laughs> thought they were, <laughs> it, you know, because obviously I'm a narcissist, uh, but also because it's, uh, some loudmouth I was like, oh, that's an insult, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So <laughs> oh, that's why said some loudmouth, I'd say
3: that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. So we've got our, so uh, almost a list, so Brendan O'Connor and John O'Ross in the back row. Yeah, uh, and, 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 Jack Jack and, Jack Willis. and Jack Willis. Yeah. Uh, we've got Jason Woodward. Jason Woodward and, and Ollie Woodburn. And Ollie Woodburn in the back three. The Woods. Brad Barrett, you've gone for in the centre. Yeah, I don't know how that feels. I mean, he's he's, cap- yep. he's captain in Saracens. Exactly. But, but I don't. I don't want to. Why? I don't, know, I don't know why I don't feel comfortable with that. If it, he does. So him unless, unless this team
1: was lost, him at twelve is different. Unless you
3: unless you have another playmaker,
2: you lose the cutting edge that England's outside backs clearly have.
1: But they don't have another playmaker at the moment, and I guess that's my point, isn't it? They've got two playmakers who don't make plays, so why bother? If you're going to be a, b- a blunt mm. instrument, pick blunt instruments.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think their ambition will certainly, and Eddie's ambition will be to use the guys he's got outside, mm-hmm. which you can do if you get another playmaker in there. So, mm. I, I'm not, I'm not averse to Brad Barrett. You do then have to slightly change the outlook of the team.
1: I have a, qu- I have a question for you then. So. We do not, we now know the final makeup of the premiership table don't we?
2: We do. Yeah.
1: From first to relegated? Uh, yeah. Top 4 will be uh, are fairly happy. Yeah. Everybody else except for maybe no actually just everyone else. Everyone Worcester. else is dis- yeah, maybe maybe Worcester are disappointed. <laughs> Uh, y- with how they finished so is you're, this the most right. ever you're probably
2: right almost competitive 5th fifth, fifth to 12th with the possible exception of Worcester who still would have wanted to finish higher than 11th will be mightily disappointed
1: yeah I, I can't see Quinns I mean there's so much so that most of them have five, fired their managers <laughs> so like Quinn's gone Northampton gone uh, Worcester changed mid, mid-season uh,
3: Irish know,
1: gone Irish gone God yep. yeah It's actually savage
2: Yeah And even Even within the top four Wasps Who topped the table Last year Are 14 points Off Exeter
3: so uh, Which is a A and chasm And on and wasps They've got Other issues Off the field Don't they
1: Apparently so They do And we'll see how this plays out Because you don't know Until you know uh, But yeah Apparently so
3: uh, It's really concerning no. The, the changing their, changing their accountants, uh, overestimating their value by what was it, fifty <sighs> percent, something like that. No.
1: I mean, you know, it is one of those things that you've got to wait and see how how it, how it plays out. I have heard from actual players who play there that. There is that 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 there is no money. In fact I've heard more damning things like that not only is there no money, I've heard things about the coaching and the coaching setup and basically things I've been talking about for quite for quite some time now. Uh, yeah, it's just a miserable year. And I think actually the reason it's been a miserable year and you two come, come back at me at this.
3: Anus miserables.
1: Yes, quite. <laughs> is because I think these historically successful teams are now really struggling to deal with salary cap. So Quinn's Northampton, um, Bath, they could—they always be able to spend their way out of trouble.
3: Well, on that one. Well, on that one. Let's just take uh, Quins as one example, right? How can it be right that you are hamstrung as a squad by having lots of players you develop that go on and play for England?
1: That's a great question. I mean, that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're cheaper than normal.
2: That—that's a really good point, actually. It's almost like you've got to change the fundamental structure of how the league, like the timing of the games, the season in order to impact that because Saracens find themselves in a similar boat where you've got half their team. So for six rounds of the season, half their team are unavailable.
1: So, yeah, I guess Saracens, right, are what Quinn should be like if you thought what is the best way to develop a team well it's to get your own in bring them through through the academy they're uh, they're nice and cheap and then you go you go and win things Uh, but yeah whatever reason it is it just doesn't
3: work so my suggestion to this would be that what England own their England players and lease them to clubs central contracts so then yeah well I suppose effectively central contracts you you imagine yeah you go Joe Marler um Rather than costing Quins whatever it would be, 300 grand a year, England pay that, and then Quinns pay a percentage of that, which could be based on availability, based on the number of times. But the, the, you would still want to keep that tie with the club that you've come through. Yeah. The club that you have that identity with. It's interesting. It'd be difficult so to manage.
2: Do... I think I know the answer to this. Ooh. Do Super Rugby play any games... When there's international windows,
3: no, it's all done before yeah. internationals. It's all done and finished.
2: Yeah. Well, now, now you have the mid the break because of the, the, the longer season, I think. So you play the playoffs after, but as far as I'm aware, there is none. And I'm, I'm fairly certain they wouldn't even entertain playing games for for multiple reasons, actually, well, including including, including getting getting crowds in, including TV rights, uh, and also your not getting your best team out on the field so something needs to be looked at there but the number of games that particularly England players are expected to play in a season uh, it, it, it can't continue indefinitely and there is obviously this um, ambition to get a global season and perhaps that's that is the right thing to do
3: you could make a really good living just being an England player. Play yeah, play, yeah. play ten games a season. You got a quarter of a million quid in the bank. Yeah, yeah and yeah. some with
2: all the sponsorship, image, sponsorship and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, well, me. that's how uh, cricketers do it, isn't it? Is they, it? They, well, they basically don't play for their county unless they are coming back from injury. They might play one or two games a season. Right.
1: So I was going to suggest, right, that we wrap this up and we talk about scarlets later when we watch the game. Yeah. Would you like to know what the scarlet score is?
3: Yeah, go on.
2: I saw it before and it was uh, pretty one-sided.
1: Uh, it's 31-3. So oh, exactly what, what we're going to get out of watching this, I, I do not know. What scores the, are really good. What was they the Munster
2: score? Munster won 20 points to 16. Okay. So very... Now, Munster were winning comfortably, and then a couple of uh, Edinburgh tries brought them right back into it. It was 16-17 with, with not long to go.
1: I, I've not seen the game. I've not, I've not seen a single second of it, but... I think Le- uh, Munster and Edinburgh are very similar teams. Not a huge amount of not huge amounts of uh, big big names. Very yep. well coached. A bit, uh, big abrasive packs pl- and, and and play for each other. I, I think it's actually a very good match up. But yeah. Munster are just a little bit better version of Edinburgh. Don't you I feel f- don't you
3: feel really chuffed for Cocker's that is? Yeah, like yeah, his stock is is right back up there.
2: And I I, I firmly believed he should have left left Leicester when he did earlier maybe uh, yeah yeah I think that was exactly the right call I am delighted actually that it's proved that he is a good coach um, even though he might have got a bit stale in at Tigers
1: if he didn't left earlier he probably would be in the driver's seat for the Leicester job
2: it's <laughs> 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 true well they, they do like a point in Tigers don't yeah, they yeah exactly
1: right <laughs> uh, so there's no real point in covering the uh, co- in covering the Scarlet's much.
3: No, not really. Well, we can have a look at some highlights uh, when we get back to the Rugby Dungeon. Yeah. See what gives.
2: Shall I run through the other results? Yeah, go on. Actually, I'll tell you the result of the weekend. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah.
3: I know exactly what you're going to say because we were talking about it last week.
2: Yeah. The astonishing run of the Jaguares. They go, they go two seasons, not a single win against a New Zealand team, home or away. They've beaten two... Two in
3: two weeks uh, in New Zealand.
2: Well, As a uh, this <laughs> is a on, very <laughs> respectful. Let's go, let's go. I just want, at the
3: AJ Bell Stadium, the the chaps running the bars are very respectful. They're just very... <laughs> they've slowed down how fast they're moving the big beer barrels past yeah. us to yeah. start, just to not not ruining the acoustics two dozen
2: two dozen kegs creeping up on me as I was, yeah, uh, I was, I was talking about like, the Haguaris
3: what earth, earth is that noise have we <laughs> run into like a stomp concert <laughs> no, it's just beer bottles
2: so have you seen the, the game or the highlights no, of the game no
3: I've not even seen it. I just saw the result and was
2: astonished it is a truly astonishing result because Chiefs are one of the well one of the best teams in the world and they didn't put categorically out we, they didn't put out a team no no not at all it was, it was a full strength team there were if I were a Chiefs fan uh, there were a few refereeing decisions that uh. I would be disappointed with, all of which went on went in the Jaguars' favour, in- including two yellow cards, which were... Uh, well, the first one was very unusual. The first one, I've never seen it before, but uh, Chiefs 9 trying to box kick. There's a blocker in place who was actually blocking. The... Haguares, I think it was a second row, jumps up to try and block the kick. And the Chiefs player kind of puts his arm out, which takes the Haguaris player in the air, and he ends up landing on his oh. on his head neck area. So I, I'd never seen that before. I think it probably was the right call, but it was very unusual. So there was there was the unusual yellow card. There was a more orthodox yellow card and penalty try for uh collapsing a mall. There was also a disallowed try for Charlie Nartai, who scored a brilliant forty-yard break uh, that got pulled back. So two yellow cards, one penalty try in the favour of Hagaras, one disallowed try against Chiefs. It could have been very different, but it wasn't, and it was a, a historic win in one of the most difficult uh, rugby clubs in the world to go and win.
1: Yeah, it's 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 amazing. What are they three years into their existence now. Uh, if this works out for them, it's going to be a huge triumph, not just for Super Rugby, which needs the money and needs you know, more successful teams, but actually for World Rugby, because yeah. having a strong strong Argentina is a complete game-changer.
2: Oh, yeah, and, and it's another team. So we're yet to see whether this will translate to the international team, who've uh, been a bit abject for the past couple of years. Um, but if it does, and you've got, Another team who j- have a genu- genuine threat of winning a World Cup or get into a World Cup semi-final, as they d- as they have done uh, twice pre- previously, that is a massive boost. Just having that additional competition right at the top level is huge.
3: As, uh, <coughs> I don't know whether it's a you're a financial advisor. What does it mean to have a forty percent interest rate in Argentina as they've got? Does that mean oh, yeah. the lads that are getting well, paid quite well, well, well in, in rugby are good whoa chuck whoa it in the bank?
1: If you've got forty percent. If you've got a 40% interest rate in Argentina, you're probably 10% below inflation.
3: <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> oh, just waving goodbye.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, no big deal. It's just Mark Flanagan waving at me. Salford City Reds captain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those things,
2: isn't it? <laughs> Salford City Reds. Captain knowing your name is a real big deal, uh, JB.
1: Actually, he's quarter captain. He shares captaincy with three other people.
2: Three other people? Yeah. That's like uh, these pathetic guys who have two best men. Oh,
1: my God. The worst of the worst. <laughs> the didn't, worst. You have,
2: didn't you kind of have two best men? No. You had two, two men I, do speeches at your wedding?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't the best man. It was categorically not the best <laughs> man. Okay. I, I don't have to any time for that.
2: <laughs> Cowards were
1: out. <laughs> Although, I did say something else today. Um, what, was, what, what was it you saw the same post didn't you yeah what's it called
2: so one of our friends and this is not the first time I've seen this one of our friends who has uh, uh, captained Edinburgh Northern actually in the past John Leatham uh, sent us a picture of someone he has played with in the past going on a joint I, th- I think they called it a swag do yeah they did Swendu <laughs> a swag do it was a joint <gasps> oh no joint stag and hen do
1: can you imagine can you imagine Shagdu. No. <laughs> Shendu. <laughs> Shendu. 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 Shendu.
2: Oh, my God. I cannot think of there anything is worse. What was as
1: bad as the one I heard, which was no. a... Hang on. What was it? A mandu?
2: Oh,
3: yes.
1: The yeah. so mandu is when the bride goes out with all the, the people's... Uh, all the groomsmen's which, which could
3: be rooted in... Uh, I've been to a... Is it, I've been to a Polish wedding and a, and a wedding in Austria, and both of them have... Basically, the bride gets stolen... And all the yes. all the fellas go drinking with the bride for a few hours.
2: So that yeah, for a few I, hours, maybe. I, I d- so I don't mind that. Uh,
1: Not a
3: trip m- to Barcelona. They,
2: it was a men they called it. Uh, I don't mind that anywhere near as much as the joint stag and hen do, Whatever you want to call it.
1: That's a, that's offensive. A Would even go.
2: I don't well. No, I don't think so. A friend of mine
1: did, did, a, did a buddy moon, and if he wasn't a very, very close family <laughs> friend, I wouldn't have gone. I think it was ridiculous. Hold on,
3: buddy moon is like a honeymoon, but you bring your friends and family along. Yeah, you bring along. Your friends along. Oh, forget that. <laughs> like, is that. Is that straight after a wedding, though? Is that like the wedding, and then you're straight into a holiday? That yeah. was in abroad. South Africa, uh, yeah, wasn't it? it was oh, well, that's South fair Africa. enough.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, if anyone tried that nonsense with me, like, from Manchester and we're going to the lakes, forget it. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if it was a... Right, we
3: finished the wedding, we go, we're driving away in the car with the just married on the back of the And windows. you're coming. Right, come on, jump in, let's all go. <laughs> Woo, <don't be> crazy. <laughs> Fuck off. No, thank you. Right. Okay. Yeah. Calls rugby
1: chat right here yeah. on NK's yeah. Rugby Podcast. Maybe, maybe, that is, maybe
3: that's an ant on that bombshell.
1: Well, I know. Why don't you tell everyone about Cornerstone whilst...
3: Whilst you go and try and meet someone else that's more interesting than, <laughs> than me and Phil. Well,
1: I go and talk to John Wilkin. Wait there.
3: Cornerstone <laughs> is a mail-order razor company. Uh, we believe the be- very best you can get. But the good news is for you that because you listen to us, you get the chance to try it with very, very little, if any, risk and very, very li- little, if any, money. Four quid is all you need to do uh, to get your six precision-engineered razors. And what is more, with your first order, uh, because you listen to us, you get a free aluminium weighty heavy metal shaft which is engraved with your initials all for the measly sum of four pounds with no obligation but we think you'll want to continue because they are awesome you go to cornerstone.co.uk that's cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers oh uh, yeah sorry i didn't say that right cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers let me be clear it's cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers
1: or egg 10 at checkout. there you go now uh genuine qu- genuine question boys do we actually need to do it more in the river dungeons or shall we just review next week's Handicap cup final
2: well, let me just Champions very cup. let Champions me just cup. very quickly run through the scores from today. Yes, uh, we've sp- spoken uh, briefly about the Pro 14 in the Premiership. Northampton beat Worcester 32-24. As a, a van is reversing <laughs> around the mm-hmm. corner, uh, Saraton's hammered Gloucester. Oh, no, no,
1: no, no, that isn't a van. That's uh, Steve Diamond backing out of the uh, Jackson Deal. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, that's holding.
2: That was holding. <laughs> <laughs> so Northampton comes to be beat Worcester in a game that didn't matter. Saracen's put 62 points on Gloucester, who only got 12, and Gloucester got nothing out of the game, which means that they dropped into seventh place, which means that Bath's 63-point win over London Irish took them ahead of Gloucester into sixth place. So because Gloucester are finalists in the European Challenge don't, Cup... don't care. They then there is seven English teams in the Champions Cup yeah, next it's season the best,
3: it's the best outcome yeah we maybe one wins except for for, their for, their for us as fans of the premiership Aviva Premiership and, and the, the Gallagher Premiership as it will be next year and the Gallagher year. Premiership yeah having seven sides in it fantastic yeah so and maybe that'll be seven sides that stutter and fail to reach the latter stages again but we'll yeah. see about
2: that uh, the other games we've spoken at length about sales uh, embarrassing 13-35 defeat to Leicester. Newcastle put out a weakened side against what was pretty much full strength Wasps team and lost 22-39. And Quinns lost uh, 41-17 to Exeter.
3: There you go. There you go. No surprises really in that one. I think the uh, it was it was the it was the final we expected. The, sorry, the semi-finals we expected in the Pro 14. It was the results we expected. I don't think we expected the. The game to go as it did, Le- uh, Leinster absolutely butchering Scarlets. So, albeit we haven't seen a single minute of it, uh, but that looks like an absolute beatdown. down uh, no,
2: no, Leinster. no, Scarlets, Scarlet's butchering, butchering Cheaters. cheaters.
3: Oh, Cheaters, oh, of course, because <laughs> <laughs> Leinster aren't playing. Yes, <laughs> Leinster next week. I may, I may have had a couple of beers post-game. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been a long day. It's right. been a long day. You've been working all day too. Okay, Scarlets butchered Cheaters. Oh, that's fine. That is what we expect. Yeah, that is. Hundred percent.
2: It's it's currently forty-three-three in the second I'd half. I didn't
3: expect it
1: to be that. To that degree, Joe, you know the head coach of the Cheaters is—is is he Worcester head coach ne- ne- next year? Duncan.
2: Uh, quite an interesting one, that.
1: Couldn't tell you. Yeah, he is leaving Cheaters. Right. It's uh, good to Worcester, so mm. there you mm. go. So next, next week's next game, next
3: weekend then. Yeah, next week's it's game. It's, it's game. Well, games. Two games. Um, there's Car- oh, yeah. Cardiff, Gloucester, and there is Leinster versus uh, rushing, versus
2: Russing ninety-two. Both
3: in Bilbao. Yeah. It's a city I've heard good things about. I've not been. I've heard there's a big, very
2: good food scene. Yeah, oh, the, the, the
3: food scene, the one that I've, I've never gone to work at a game. But if we should make a point of going to a Claremont match, although oh, they're not going to be in, the, they're not going to be in the Champions Cup next year, which is devastating. Not. But Claremont, they might,
1: but they might have sale in the but, Challenge
3: Cup. But Claremont's got the most number of Michelin stars oh. in a city because the Michelin brothers. Are from Claremont? Of course. They ah, oh, of course. Really helps, Even the Claremont, yeah. uh, the Claremont Rugby Stadium restaurant apparently has a Michelin star. But I'm wondering if that's just the oh <laughs> god, you can have one. The burger well. van. <laughs>
2: uh, Leon is meant to be very good for I've food as that. well.
1: Well, we definitely go there.
2: Yeah, we have a Ooh, couple I'll, of banks with your mate. I, I tell
3: you what, I got, I'll I got, I room got room. seventy quid um, return flights to Leon. We should just go there for a game. Go see <laughs> Carl Ferns. Yeah, Fernsy. Yeah, well, yeah, go on.
1: England's most talented players will be at Leon next year. Ooh. Is he, a, is he a fly half? No, he's not a fly half. Ooh. He might be equally as talented, though. And he plays 12. Brad Barrett? Nope.
2: Mm. Equally as talented. Just going through.
1: Not a name he's been mentioned much recently, but certainly in the past.
2: Hmm. His hmm. primary position is 12.
1: Yep. Well, why don't we talk about something else and we'll come back to it. Well, no, no.
2: Don't leave us hanging. A
1: little tease. Give us the rumour. Kyle Eastmond.
2: Ooh,
3: interesting.
1: Mm. So (laughs) watch this space. If he does go, maybe we can go over and hang out with Carl Ferns and Kyle (laughs) Eastmond.
3: Well, I wonder, does does Carl Ferns know Kyle Eastmond? Yeah, from Bath. Bath. Yeah, I wonder if he's given him him the heads up. Because that's one thing I've learnt this week is that players do a lot of recruitment for coaches yeah
1: Uh, that's always been the too long way so when I interviewed uh, Drew Mitchell Drew no Matt Matt Gitto Gitto. Matt Gitto (laughs) Uh, we were talking about this and like well who did you who did you introduce and who did you introduce and uh, you know there's almost like a a Game of Thrones lineage of who came from who Uh,
3: yeah and um, John O'Ross told Steve Diamond to sign FAFTA clerk Mm. I mean, that,
1: that really, that, that really took some digging around, though, didn't it? To a factor club, <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair play Connor Ross. <laughs> <laughs> How much would he cost? The most money that you could, that you can produce because he's world class,
3: but
2: he's worth it. <laughs>
1: he's worth it.
3: Um, but no, there, there is a lot of that going on, which is, uh, I'm wondering if that might be why, Northampton were linked with but failed to sign a number of South African players after Victor Matfield left. He might, have oh. given, he might have given them a bad rep, or yeah. that's
1: why there's so many South Africans linked with Gloucester. Gloucester, yeah. yeah. Talking of Gloucester then, do you think they're going to win on the weekend?
3: Gloucester against Cardiff, yes, I think they will.
1: I hope they do. I hope with everything in my heart they beat Cardiff. It's <laughs> got to be. I think a little bit of respect
3: has to be paid to the turnaround in Cardiff. Does it isn't? was looking yeah. pretty dire uh, early in the season. I, I'd agree with that.
1: I, I, do you know what? I'm sure the lads are great. I'm sure the club's. Great. I just. I can't get over their fans and how much I dislike their fans. <laughs> what is it about their fans you dislike, <laughs> just Toby? Horrendous. I Why? Mean, and also, you know, I've actually extrapolated from one individual, but I like I think that's fair, Jamie. I yeah, mean, yeah. Non- non-biased, non-judgmental. But God, they've got some.
3: They've got one in, absolute they've wrong. They've got in. some proper internet trolls. <laughs> and, and just to
1: get... I mean, think about being a grown man. Right, think about... Imagine if I supported Sale Sharks. I supported yeah, imagine. Him, imagine. Imagine. Imagine if that happened. What kind
2: of world and would I, we be? And
1: I supported him so much that I decided, as a grown man, by the way, as an adult, you know, <laughs> to put SS on the end of my name <laughs> to demonstrate that I support Sale Sharks. This, this, this is the kind of lunacy that, the, that oh, these guys... Oh, I know
3: who you're talking that, about
2: now. That, yeah. these guys,
1: that these guys do. So I... I hope so much that Gloucester do them, and I think they can.
2: <laughs> there you go. In depth analysis of that game.
3: <laughs> I hate one particular person <laughs> who supports Cardiff.
1: Therefore, I
2: hope they that lose. That might
1: be exactly what I'm saying. Uh, so, onto the big game.
3: Well, Gloucester are defending their title, aren't they? I think. Oh, they?
1: didn't they lose it?
3: Um, I thought hold they, they lost on. the final. Did they lose the final? Oh, yeah, they lost the final. Yeah, I yeah. would oh, oh, my god, they, 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 they it, won they won it, they won it, two years ago semi. or three years ago. Yeah, they
1: won
2: three or four years ago. Against Edinburgh. They
1: are good in this competition. So, yeah, give me Gloucester. Yeah, give me me Gloucester.
2: And then the big The big This is huge as well. So it's 4.45 UK time uh, on the Saturday. It is Leinster and Racing 92. Dan Carter's Racing 92, no less, going at it. It, He probably will be on the bench.
1: So here is very briefly... What I, how I think the game will pan out or what it hinges on which is will Racing be able to manhandle Leinster and if the answer is no Racing can't win and that is it
2: so I don't think they will be able to manhandle Le- Leinster just uh, more, ke- more, keg- more kegs more kegs, more kegs. this is for the Sail Sharks after party yeah Um. I don't are think they having an after party?
1: No, Did no, you? no. Those are beer cakes going to James O'Connor's house. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got them all on the oh, table.
2: <laughs> I tell you what, I was. so. Uh, They're not empty. During the game, at one stage during the game, I was sat directly behind the the uh, players' area. And so there was the reserves, and then there was the injured players. And injured players, so there was <laughs> uh, James O'Connor in an ankle brace, uh, James Flynn, loose head prop, in a knee brace, Denny Solomona. Seven to four-week suspension for alleged homophobic (laughs) remarks, (laughs) slightly different, yeah. So James, why are you not playing? Denny, why are you not playing? Nah,
1: I I prefer not to talk about
2: it. (laughs) So I don't think that Racing will be able to manhandle Leinster. I don't think they particularly manhandled uh, Munster. What they did was they suffocated Munster's attack and turned it... Uh, into a complete blunt instrument and they had the the razor sharp Vackertower and Teddy Thomas
1: oh yes that's a very good point actually who it's are like
2: cornerstone sharp co- almost as Teddy sharp Thomas. as a cornerstone razor
1: he might be this generation's Jason Robinson I mean a slightly different player the way he plays yeah. but so effective I mean, uh, you just can't stop it I, 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 players underestimate him I'm sure they do they look at me, he, like, oh, he's not that fast oh no he's that fast
2: players play against so Munster play and train against the best players in the world mm. week in, week out. And he made them look like fools yeah. on three occasions because they're not expecting to be able to t- change direction that quickly and accelerate as quickly as he so, could do. Yeah,
1: so if they can get a couple of teddy tomatries from nothing, which is a completely which is, problem. Uh, 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 it's actually probable. Prob-
2: yeah, it's not plausible. It is probable there will be one or two they- uh, or Vaca Tower breaks.
1: They could put up a pretty tasty defensive stand because that's what they are really. They're, defen- they're quite a defensive team, aren't they?
2: Their defence against uh, Munster for large parts was exceptional.
1: However, yes. there is another side to this which is this Leinster team which I uh, I would put them on par with the great Toulon teams and the great Saracens teams.
2: I would completely agree with that.
1: Maybe be- Maybe more rounded than both. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're not... Yeah, I think that actually is quite fair. They're maybe not as extremely powerful as uh, Toulon, who were the most powerful team probably ever assembled. But they're they're more balanced. They're they're, they're better coached. They're equally as... Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, And I think something that... um, So Munster failed to identify that they were running into a brick wall over and over again. Mm. And Keatley's a decent fly half, but he's not a patch on Johnny Sexton and if if that Leinster team are banging their heads against a brick wall over and over again, they will change it up. They've they've got the personnel, they've got the capability and experience to to do something different. So it's not gonna be anywhere near as one sided as and, the Ratting Monster game.
3: And the difference is good seasons that they've had and good players that they are, Ian Keatley can't control a a, a massive Occasion in the way that Johnny Sexton can, and he's
2: been there and done it.
3: Yeah, and when you need someone just to, I think, Lent's make it. the right decisions at the right moment and build pressure, which is what Lens to do. They just, they're like a, they just, they just pull the elastic band tighter and tighter, and it's going to snap at but some but then point.
1: But they can do other things as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, a pretty. As one side of the final as I can think of, really, and you that's reckon?
2: Not, oh no, it's really? n- it is not it's not going to be one sided at all. Because if okay. Leinster switch off for a second, so the, the packs will match each other. Mm. If Leinster relax and switch off for a second, Tomo and Vakatawa will so, s- will score. Yeah, okay. And and all, also I'll I'll tell you one thing, the the pace in the. Uh, Racing outside backs compared to the pace in the Leinster outside backs. There's a stark contrast that between a the very, two.
1: very good point. <laughs> hang on, yeah, but it's sort of like Leinster decide, don't they, to keep that pe- pace on the bench. Like they value uh, the, experience. the experience. Yeah, yeah. Like they've got Jordan Moore ready to go, and yeah. that boy can, and that and that boy can play. But I think it's a case of hey, if you want to kick us, well, good luck because we've got two of the most experienced lads. You know, in Europe, currently yeah. to do that.
2: So I don't think it'll be one-sided.
1: No, but no, no. I, I don't think it'll be one-sided. I think it's one of the most one-sided finals I can remember, though.
2: H- really? Well,
1: I mean, which ones? Which ones can you remember where, prior to the game, you thought, "Yeah, that's a clear-cut victory for Claremont
2: I, d- I don't think this is a clear-cut victory. I, I, there's, I can't remember any, but I don't think this is a clear-cut victory at all.
1: Mm, interesting. Anyway, Tim,
3: I think that Leo Cullen. Is going to pull a masterstroke and tell Tyke Furlong that Dan Carter stole his potatoes, what? and, um, <laughs> and that will fire him up enough to, uh, to manhandle their pack to a victory. No, I think I think Leinster will will edge it because of Johnny Sexton. Hmm. Pretty much, I think yeah. Big
2: big, big big games, big players, and also Stuart Lancaster, the Lancaster factor. Yeah, big Stew. Yeah. No, I think I think let Leinster will win I do not think it's a foregone conclusion and I don't think it'll be one-sided
3: hear Phil now believe him later exactly right and go. on that um, right. we apologise if um,
1: look, look at that we've done an exactly an hour this is the shortest yeah, podcast we've done ages. we apologise
3: if, if you follow a particular team you were hoping to hear a, a breakdown for but I think to be honest they all the, happened last week for the most part it happened last week yeah and um, but nevertheless we will we will wait and see what happens with the England squad we'll wait and see what happens with the the finals next weekend and um, we'll keep on letting the boys play you can find us you know where to find us on all the social media channels come find us at Egg Chasers tell your mates and uh, thanks for listening Selling a little or a lot
0: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media,